Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. I'm Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Let me take a sip of my tea. <laughs> While I tell them today's episode, we are going to be covering uh, tin and lead. Mm-hmm. Two very not so exciting elements. Hey, there's some exciting stuff. There actually is some yeah, really is. exciting stuff about <laughs> tin and lead. But first, we have updates from previous elements. <laughs> Hello and welcome to your update. <laughs> My name is Grace, and, <laughs> and she's got the updates. I'm, I have some, I'm sitting here with tea. I have some really uh, one is you know kind of exciting, and one is super hilarious. So I'm hold hilarious. on to your tights; it's gonna get exciting in here. Okay. First one is about gold. Um, did you know that koalas are ballin' with all the gold in their system? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not really. But <laughs> eucalyptus trees. Oh. They absorb a lot of gold in there. Actually, their yeah. leaves are holding a lot of gold in them because the 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 actual element of gold is toxic to the tree and so while the roots they have really deep roots so as they're Mm -hmm. absorbing this gold they're putting it out through their leaves so you know koalas no wonder they're always so sleepy the plants are exuding gold basically they found a high concentration of gold in their leaves and they started trying to plant trees in areas near where there's a lot of gold to see if mm-hmm, that's would, what caused mm-hmm. it. And it was. Um, they're taking it from the soil. So then uh, uh, if they if the koalas ate enough, they could actually poop out gold nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what a new story would that be? But hey, you know, people have been trying, you know, we talked about them trying to get gold out of the ocean and how hard it is and stuff, you know, maybe they should Alchemy just move on to koala is a poop. very long and <laughs> very um, challenging, mm. uh, I'm going to put air quotes around Slash impossible, science, yeah. <laughs> which we'll talk about a little bit today mm. since we're well, talking about lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, did we talk about the asteroid Eros during our gold episode? I don't believe so. Okay, well, Eros is a, a stony asteroid out in space. Mm. I love um, how they give them names. Which Eros so is nice. the god of sexual attraction. It's like the Cupid <laughs> Hello. Of, of, uh, of meteors. <laughs> he hey, Rock, he hey Rock, you are so sexy. Said, well, he could because, That's you know, he. it's estimated that it contains 20 billion tons of gold mm. and other precious metals in it. So maybe he's shooting that off to oh. other, like, pew, you have gold. Pew, platinum to you, baby. You got a ring. It's um, the only way it can attract attract anybody. Yeah. It's just a gold digger. So basically, if we can get to that gold asteroid, digger. we will be gazillionaires. So we just need to get Bruce Willis and some other guys to get in a rocket and land on it and then mine it. Did totally feasible. I think I was in middle school. We were all singing that song. Oh my god, you're so young. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I forget there's a ten year difference between us. <laughs> you're like, I was in college. <laughs> Could you even see that movie, Grace? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think oh, you're allowed yeah, to. to the theaters. 
Um, the other exciting thing is um, it goes with our episode on salt. And that's not actually like sodium salt. chloride. But um, I actually heard this on a cheesy news show. I, don't, I can't call it news, sorry. Radio show I listened to in the morning. Mm-hmm. Broken Jubilee. Oh, Broken Jubilee. There's like They're a, funny. They made a list of like 10 great ideas that totally went wrong. And one of them was the story in New Zealand in the 1930s, there was a weed um, called ragwort that was just destroying their crops. Mm-hmm. And so the government told them, told the farmers to use this weed killer of sodium chlorate okay. to kill it. Well, the problem was they'd spray it on the plants and then they'd get some on like their pants. And then once it dries... Um, it reacts with the organic fibers, and they would literally burst into flames. <laughs> like they'd be riding their that's horse. Not, that's not funny. Their pants would explode. I feel bad for the horses. If you that's type Wikipedia, there. if you type in exploding trousers, that's what comes up. So a great idea that that's... they didn't really think through. So one of my favorite quotes is from, uh, oh, I forget which movie it was, but it's one of the cartoons and has a little dinosaur and he's coming out and he's like, I, I can't move my hands. I can't get there. I don't think I thought my cunning plan all the way through. <laughs> I can't open the door because so he can't use his hands. you said dinosaur, I thought of um, Meet the Robinsons where he's like, I have a large head. No, like, that's it. It, was, oh, it is Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. And it says, I don't think you think your cunning plan all the way through. <laughs> he's like, I have a big head <laughs> and little arms. I can't get to the door. Yep. <laughs> seize the boy. Why aren't you seizing the boy? <laughs> wow, I remember that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so those were my updates. Those I thought you'd like to know that... A, 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 a spontaneous combustion is a thing. It is. For pants. On your pants. Did they get burned? Yeah. Ooh. No, it was yeah. it was actually pretty gruesome. Yeah. But, you know, just saying his, their pants exploded is pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave off the whole you know, maiming part. It's, it's, it's known as the exploding <laughs> trousers. So those were my updates. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Koalas poop nope. nuggets of gold, <laughs> and your pants can burst Put into flames. flames if you're only just sexy enough in New Zealand in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> now on to we're gonna start with Tim. 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 I feel like I've been talking a lot. That's fine. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What I always like. So when I teach chemistry, you know, we talk about you know the the names and then the symbols and. Lots of times the symbols make sense, like carbon is a C, and nickel is an I. Woo, look at that. But then you have things like tin, which is SN, which is like, what? So the way I remembered it is tin is sin. Hmm. Poor tin. Scandalous. Scandalous, I'm saying. Um, but the uh, SN comes from the Latin word for tin, which is stanum which is apparently also an alloy of uh, lead and silver together. Oh. Yeah. So they probably looked at that and they were like, oh, that's probably an alloy. And yeah. Like, oh, it's its own thing. Exactly. Before you continue, though, <laughs> I'm going to yes. jump right in. Um, both of our elements today mm-hmm. are um, categorized or called poor elements, not because they don't have any monies, <laughs> but also because uh, they're softer and have lower melting and boiling points. Um, and they're in the they're in the same group on the periodic table, which mm-hmm. means that they have similar properties. Yeah. So it makes sense to kind of do these things together. Put them together. Yeah. Which is actually funny because originally <laughs> our notes said that we were supposed to do iron and tin, and then we both did lead and tin, and yeah. then we saw our notes when we got like, together, and we were like, oh wait, oops. we did the same thing. Wait. <laughs> awesome. We're we're in sync. Nailed it. <laughs> 
Which, if you haven't seen that show, by the way, watch it. Stop plugging things that are, it's, that are making money. <laughs> but it's so good. Okay. Okay. So, so yes, um, Tin. So, Tin's another one of those that's been just kind of around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, about 2100 BC is Ooh. when they kind of first saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, like you said, it's very soft and pliable, which is basically the, the big reason that lead and tin are both used a lot because of that softness mm-hmm. um, and the ability mm-hmm. to... Um, you know, it's pliable and you can change it into different shapes. Um, what's interesting is that tin below 10 degree, 13 degrees Celsius turns into a powder. Oh, I have such a good story yeah. about this later. Super cool. Um, so, uh, and the name comes from the word Ang- Anglo-Saxon word tin. <laughs> so, you know. Fancy. Yeah. And they have a couple, there's a couple different types of them. There's white tin, gray tin, and rhombic tin. Mm-hmm. Um, but the white tin is what is, um, is the regular form. And the gray tin is when it gets below the 13 degrees Celsius. And apparently okay. is not really reusable. And people don't no, like it. No, you know, they don't like if it. If your organs, not like your body organs, but like the one you play. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you all have organs. No. If you have one, though, and it has tin piping, it won't work so well if it gets too cold. Because no, they will just, and they used just, to, they used ooh. to make them. And it the, would just powder off. <laughs> That's amazing. We just disintegrate. You would just disintegrate. They're like, awesome. well, my organ doesn't work very well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like your guitar that you have to like retune. <laughs> it's like it's, it's done. It's actually just turned to powder. Yes. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> stupid gray tin. Which, what, what is that temperature, 13.2 in Celsius? What is that in Fahrenheit? Can you just... Don't ask me to do that. <laughs> No, because the, the, the calculation for Fahrenheit to, to Celsius is like you know, plus like 32 divided by blah, blah, Well, I mean, zero, zero is is freezing right. in Celsius. So, um, and freezing is 32 degrees in Fahrenheit. So it's probably like 50 or 60 degrees or something. Well, that's actually Fahrenheit. pretty warm. Yeah, though. that's not actually, yeah. Because, like, yeah, zero is... Yeah. It's freezing and 32. So, yeah. I mean, even if it's even if it's like 40 degrees or something, it's mm-hmm. still like above freezing, but it still turns into powder. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when I, around here, when they say, I'm trying to think of when the, the in Canada does their um, weather channel stuff, and they're like, <laughs> it's 20 degrees. I'm like, woo, what? Oh, wait, that's Celsius. When I was in, yeah, when I was in Europe, I was like, I, I can't. I'd look at the temperature and I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, so, I'm like, I know 30 is around 100. I'm a, I'm a scientist and I use Celsius all the time, but because I grew up with Fahrenheit, I don't have the reference. It's the same thing yeah. with grams versus pounds. Like you just you you have references that you grew up with, and then that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. when you try to do something different, it just goes crazy. Like I said, you didn't have very many notes, but I'm I like, I'm seeing like two. Well, that's two. Well, that's this is tin. That's lead. Oh, okay. And then this is the extras. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Um, so, um, mainly, uh, you mainly find them in alloys, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest use was in the Bronze Age, because yep. bronze is the is its thing. So, that was the biggest impact. It's uh, Bronze is about copper with 5% of tin. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's used at its, in its own right. There was a ring and a pilgrim bottle in an Egyptian tomb from 1580 to 1350 BC. Um, Chinese, uh, Chinese mined it in 700 BC. Um and the pure tin can be found in Machu Picchu. Of course. Yeah. It is. Super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, bronze was melted at a lower temperature, as you kind of noted earlier with tin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's easier to work and creates a harder metal. So that's why they used it for tools and weapons. Um, pewter is actually also mostly tin. I have a hilarious thing about pewter. Okay. Please interject. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to love this. <laughs> so there we go. So I was like, pewter. What is pewter? And I was near my phone. So I was like, Siri. What is pewter? And if you ask her what is pewter, she'll reply, 
I am at your service, Lego Batman, sir. Man. At your service, Lego Batman, sir. I don't get it. I, I think, like, pew, 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 pew. I don't know. Oh. But okay. That's like, <laughs> Rind. I was like, I'm like trying to figure out the joke. I don't pewter. know it either, but I was like, what? Oh, what <laughs> I asked Siri, what is pewter? Oh, what is pew? Oh, that's funny. I don't know, but they said I am at your service, Lego Batman, sir. <laughs> I like it. And so I was like, what does pewter mean? <laughs> <laughs> that you told me. really like, I kept saying pewter, pewter. And I'm like, what is pewter? Can we we say a lot in jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, pewter jewelry. Like, and silver is... and silver and stuff like that. Right. But yeah. I was like, what? what yeah, is what it? is it? Yeah. What is it? And so I asked Siri and she said, I am at your service, Lego Batman, sir. But she said in her, I am Thanks at a your lot, service, Siri. Lego Batman, sir. <laughs> like, Lego? And you actually have Siri. I don't. I have fake Siri. I know. On the Android. I wonder what fake Siri would say. I don't know. That could I don't be know if they have funny things. Yeah, I'll have to ask yeah, my. Yeah, Siri, they're having a little too much fun. There's jokes <laughs> that I don't. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, get I don't understand it. What the guy talking about? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so one thing that tin can do is it can take a, a very high polish, mm-hmm. um, and so they use it to coat other metals. Yes. Which is where the tin can came from yes it's resistant to water so it's ideal for plating exactly and what's interesting i found some interesting things about tin Mm -hmm. um the can manufacturers institute because apparently there's an institute about can manufacturers (laughs) so you know um but uh napoleon bonaparte offered a reward in 1795 to anyone who could preserve food for military use Mm -hmm. and so in 1810 nicholas up French chef uh, invented canning, mm-hmm. and then a year later, um, still in 1810, but you know, later that year, Peter Durand had the patent for tin plated steel. And so, mm-hmm. because you said like, resist corrosion and it's perfect to cover the cheap steel, so it mm-hmm. makes a cheap can. But it wasn't until about 50 years later that they invented the can opener, uh, right? Makes it easier <laughs> to get into. Well, it's, a, it's called a knife, Grace. Call <laughs> <laughs> that a knife? You go, that's <laughs> just where I went. <laughs> you call now that's a knife. <laughs> That's Crocodile Dundee, by the way. In case you didn't get that reference. You don't know that reference. Get off our podcast. Great movie. Seriously. Get away. Actually, just watch the movie. Yeah, that was back. Yeah, and then you get it. Um, Please don't stop listening. But the Civil uh, uh, came to the U.S. in 1818, and then the Civil War, the tin can became popular again to feed military troops. Mm -hmm. Because um, yeah, they couldn't get to the front lines. Exactly. And so it's not and like the chefs like, could be like, I'm coming yeah. with my food. Come, hold I am coming. Like, I'm coming to help you. That's a really bad French accent. Oh, I'm terrible at French. I, I'm generally better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running off of, rubbing off on you. Oh, I'm ashamed. I'm running off on you. I'm running, running off you. off on me. <laughs> get away. She's leaving. I um, <laughs> So there's other alloys that are important, like soft solder, mm-hmm. pewter, bronze, phosphor bronze. Nibium alloy, which is a superconducting magnet. That's what they have in superconducting magnets. Um, did you know that most window glass is made from this? So you float molten glass on molten tin, mm-hmm. and it creates a flat surface. Mm-hmm. And then they spray tin salts onto the glass, and it makes an electrically conductive coating. Yes, I did. Spray. I learned that, and I was like, what? Yeah. Of course, the whole Crazy. idea of glass still blows my mind. Yeah, so melting. Like, wait, they take what, and, and then they make clear it, yeah. things? I don't understand. It's dumb. Never. Crazy. <laughs> um, they have a... Uh, they, it's used in a lot of different things, like uh, mordant for dyeing calico and silk, mm-hmm. um, reducing agent, um, ceramics and gla- gas sensors, tin four oxide, mm-hmm. uh, zinc, uh, zinc stannate, which is zinc and tin and oxygen, is a fire retardant in plastics. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then some tin compounds are used for anti-fouling paints for ships, so to keep barnacles and stuff off your off your paint. So good at corrosion. Right, but low levels are even deadly for marine life, especially oh, oysters. And yeah. oysters are like the filters of the ocean, <laughs> so to keep it that. clean, uh, you don't want to kill your oysters. So now it's banned in most countries. Mm-hmm. Um, they we, they don't really know. There's no biological role in humans. Like we don't have any need for for tin, right. um, but there it is essential for some species. Mm-hmm. Um, it's non-toxic. Um, but organic tin compounds can be poisonous and plants easily absorb tin for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, zinc fluoride is used in some toothpastes. I mean, tin fluoride. Like, is zinc fluoride? No, that's weird. No, tin fluoride, which huh. is interesting. And when it's in corrosion off your teeth. That's all right. <laughs> Anti-corrosion right here. Yeah, resistant um, to water. <laughs> oh, no. Um, they, in nature, it's found mainly in cassiterite ore which is tin four oxide, mm-hmm. SNO2. Um, and you're basically going to find most of your tin in the tin belt, which is China, Thailand, and Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get it from the ore by reducing it in a coal furnace. Mm. So using carbon to get your tin. What? Carbon? We talked about carbon. I know. Carbon's so awesome. Go, go listen to our episode on carbon. Carbon. Now available. Tell you all about it. And there actually is another thing I have about that, about this link to carbon, if you oh. want to jump into that right now. Oh, so this carbon connected. just conglamers. I'll just keep talking this time. Yeah. Um, so what's cool, remember we talked about graphene. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was, Blank I look. Was... Crickets. 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 <laughs> Like, graph, like, like a gra- making a graph. I was thinking like <laughs> graphing. I was like, we talked about making like bar, bar graphs? Um, oh. No, not no. bar graphs. Line graphs? No. Graphing. What are other gra- oh, graphene. And that's graphene. the way my brain went. Graphing. No, she didn't say ing. She said ing. Graphene. Yes, Let me pronunciate graphene. <laughs> and carbon. All right, so remember carbon, graphene is the single layer, single atom layer of carbon. That mm-hmm. is Stronger than diamonds and flexible. Right. So super crazy awesome. Yes. Um, the next graphene-like thing may be coming from tin. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So they have um, created a one-atom-thick layer called stanine mm-hmm. uh, from the U- Stanford University and the Department of Energy's SLAC National Accelerator Lab. So crazy smart, super crazy people. Yeah. Um, so it's the first material <clears throat> that's able to conduct electricity with 100% efficiency, efficiency at room temperature. Oh. So, and if you add some fluorine atoms to it, it holds that 100% up to over up to 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which is boiling. Yeah. Um, which is beyond what most computer chips would even oh, be so at. So we wouldn't have to worry about them. Right. So electronics made with the standing can produce less heat and draw less power than the silicone counterparts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is it's made by molecular beam epitaxy. Please explain. <laughs> that means nothing you, to me. So you condense. Is it like a light beam? Like beam me up, Scott? I don't know exactly. They, they, they condense gaseous versions of the element. So they take the gaseous version of tin. Okay. Um, and and they, they condense it. So they you know take it out of gaseous form and, into a thin layer in a vacuum. Oh. So. They can do that. They can do some crazy stuff. Yes, they can. Yeah. So it was that was that was pretty cool. I saw one of your notes that I want to touch on. Um, basically, when you bend tin, it it cries. (laughs) It cries really. It's like like when you put the lobsters in the in the thing and they go. (gasps) It 
until they say, you know, yeah. I'd rather just yeah, the right them. Yep. don't mm-hmm. let them suffer and watch. No, so not. don't let the tin suffer. Um, but Idiom <laughs> was originally known for its tin cry when bent. It's another element we'll get to, but it, like they they called it like, oh, it's got a tin cry. So like, mm. it's a common. It's a creaking sound. Yeah, it's the, from the de- deformation of the tin crystals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if if you ever see maybe in a movie when someone goes bends like a sword, could be, it could be a tin sword. Tin. Tin cry. Not the best sword. But, you and know. speaking of movies, yes. you like this. Um, do you know about the Oscars? Uh, I do. <laughs> you know those gold statues? They're not. Gold. Yeah, they're not gold. You know what they're made of? Tin. No, a lot. It's a uh, Britannia, uh-huh. which is a metal which is ninety-two percent tin, uh-huh. and then it has copper and antimony, and it's plated with gold. Oh. Yeah. So those little statues, just mm. tin. Mm. Oscars kind of cheap. Yeah. Well, I got a few things to add to Tim. And then right. I just said Tim. Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Please, sir. Please, sir. That's that's a whole different thing. That's Oliver Twist. I was a theater manager. Oh, boy. I know my shows. A few more things to add. Um, Mm. So, most things that we call tin aren't actually tin. Tin cans are steel. Mm -hmm. Tin foils, aluminum. Tin whistles and tin soldiers, etc. Everything's called tin, Mm -hmm. but it's usually just plated in tin. Um, yeah, and, and the tin tin cans went out of style when Coors uh, created the aluminum can. Oh. Yeah, it was apparently Coors Brewery. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. In the mid-20th century. Anyway. Um, so along with, uh, with, so tin possibly played another role in, in history, a big mm-hmm. role in history, mm-hmm. um, in Napoleon's defeat in the Russian campaign in 1812. It was Even said, though he tried to get the tin to be the cool thing. Right. Right. Their buttons on their uniforms were mm-hmm. made of tin, mm-hmm. and so when they like marched to Russia, they uh, disintegrated. Did it get too cold? <laughs> <laughs> so you were all about the clothes that just just disappear in this episode. Apparently, <laughs> everyone should just take their clothes off. Don't. I'm glad you do it at home. Your house, you do, fine. you do you boo, but you know if you're in public, please please be respectful. <laughs> um, no, they, so I, it's like you know. It's not proven, but that's what they believe happened. That's well, kind you of know, the story. If you get like cold, you're not gonna be able right. to fight very well, so, even if you don't die. So another thing, uh, so when it when it disintegrates, it's called a uh, tin pest. Hmm. It's called the tin pest. Now it kind of went out of style, but now it's now it's actually coming back in because um, they used to do a lot of tin and lead alloys, mm-hmm. but with which would be solder. Yeah. That's what a tin, half oh. tin and half lead is called, is sold. But mm-hmm. lead started being banned. <laughs> well, we'll get to because, lead. Yeah. Because poison. <laughs> it took us a long time to figure that one oh, out, Oh, but though. it didn't, though. It didn't, but it did. Mm. We'll, we'll talk about to, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss this. We'll later. discuss. Um, Talks amongst yourselves. But, but the Allies were being banned, so they started just doing plain tin as a replacement mm-hmm. for things. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, why are things disintegrating? (laughs) So the tin pest is back because a lot of countries are banning the... uh, The lead alloys. The alloy with lead. (laughs) It must be a better way. On to lead, or as we call it, the eroy... The eroy... The the eroy of elements. Oh, I love eroy. Because it is slow, dull, and heavy. Oh. That's not my original... Poor I Eeyore. He's I know, not but dull. He is heavy. He's so dull. I love Eeyore. Don't get me wrong. No. He's like one of my favorites, but Thanks really. Thanks for bothering me. <laughs> He's so dull. <laughs> so dull. 
But you know the the peep, so the the symbol for lead is PB plumbum plumbum, which is Latin for waterworks, mm-hmm. which is where the word plumber comes from. Ah. Yay! Thank the ancient Romans. <laughs> yes. So again, this is another one that is corrosion resistant, yes. which is like everybody and loves flexible. it. Flexible. Flexible, just like tin. Low melting point. Mm-hmm. It sounds great. Or is it? Is it not so much? Lead has been known since ancient times. Right. Yeah. Um, again, the Anglo-Saxon word for lead—that's where it comes from. Is lead? It's lead. Mm-hmm. Um, Anglo-Saxon. That's crazy. We just were like, let's just keep all the weird Whatever. stuff that we're making up. Yeah. So they—it's um, been mined for over six thousand years. Um, they found small lead nuggets in pre-Columbian Peru, Yucatan, mm-hmm. Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Um, superb covering power. So they used it for the base for paints for more than two thousand years the until the middle Egyptians last century. The used it as an eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ancient Greeks used it uh, for complexions. Yep. Um, in Europe, too, they would use the, the white paint that you see they in the 1800s. Elizabeth so the Queen Elizabeth. Totally brought it back. Which is really funny because it, well, not funny, but, you know, there's lead in it. So then, you know, the white face, because that was the aristocracy. It looked great if you had white face. Because uh, you were never in the sun and out and working. Um, so you had that on there. And what's problem is that you would get that, some lead poisoning and then you lose your teeth and then they'd replace it with lead. <laughs> <laughs> Because they didn't quite understand. Oh yeah. God. So that was kind of funny. I thought that was hilarious. interesting. Um, yeah. So the. the slowly poisoned. <laughs> slowly poisoned. Let me give you some more. Yeah. Not so good. Um, so the Greeks and the Romans mined it on very large scales and they used it in water pipes, coffins, pewter tableware, debasing silver coins. It decreased in the dark ages, came back in medieval times and were pottery glazes, bullets, printing type. In the last century, of course, we, um, added it as fuel, insecticides, hair dyes. Um, and what's interesting is they, they thought that as some people think that the, the decline in the Roman empire was due in part to the lead in the water mm-hmm. from the pipes um, and the water supply but this is highly debated because some other dude was like well wait a sec uh, was no, that Cornelius Celsus? I don't know. I didn't see Cornelius what Cornelius Celsus, he warned the he was a Roman and he oh, warned no. mm-hmm. oh, oh, well yeah, this guy was. was like this is poison but then the other Romans just poured some uh, sugar of lead into their wine to sweeten it. And they're like, y'all, you don't know what you're talking about. They actually sweetened their oh, wine. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, there was some, some unscrupulous people who did that. And, yeah. yeah, and then people got lead poisoning. They're like, I'm going to sweeten my wine. It pretend, it, it, it doesn't, I don't know if it actually sweetens it because they say it, it is the perception of sweetness. So it just so it makes you your think, taste buds. <laughs> right? so it poisons so your sweet. mouth. So you're like, ah. This terrible box wine is like super awesome. Um, I think. I, <laughs> I don't know. Words are um, yeah, so, but no, but so with, because people have researched this. Some people say, like, oh, well, that's obviously, you know, the case. But well, some people say that it's not an issue because the calcium carbonate that lined um, the pipes, uh, get got deposited from the water, lined mm-hmm. the pipes, mm-hmm. that actually insulated the water from the lead. Oh. So it didn't actually, and there were no taps, so the water was constantly moving through it. So if you have a tap, you turn it off, the water it's sits in the pipes. In there, and absorb yeah. it. Right, so if it's keep going through, you're not actually going to get enough into the water. So that was kind of the, the, the main argument against it. Okay. But other research says that it, it, even if it wasn't a major part of like the, the actual decline, 
it certainly caused a lot of major health really problems. Help. Again, like we're talking about with the, the hypothermia and, you know, and right. Napoleon Bonaparte, that right? That might not been why they lost, but... Right, but, you know, ingesting it, and, and they would also have ingested lead from their cookware and other things that they used. Yeah, so they probably made a lot of their they stuff were, out of lead. Yeah, they were getting some some pretty, pretty, a lot of lead there. Um, so it's been uh, used a lot. Um, so now, you know, we use it for the, as the anti-knocking additive for fuel, and what I thought was funny, so this kind of goes with what we were talking about before. Like, we didn't, you didn't know, we did know, wait, how long have we known that lead is a poison? <laughs> right? So they added it in the 20s because it was an anti-knocking agent so that it would keep the engines running better, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, some, many workers died. Um, many were hospitalized. So the U.S. Public Health Service had a conference in 1925 where they're like, yeah, this is kind of bad. Don't care. And it maintained in, in the gas until the 1970s when it was phased out. And it wasn't even banned, actually banned, until 1996. Yeah, uh, along with that, I mean, the whole lead paint thing mm-hmm. that um, that was still being painted inside of houses until, I think, 1980. Yeah, the 80s is, uh, yeah. Anything, yeah. Anything before 1980 most mm-hmm. likely has some lead kind paint. of lead paint. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was as late as 2007, China, Mattel got in big trouble because <laughs> China... Yeah. Was painting lead paint onto children's toys. All right. I shouldn't laugh at this. No, you shouldn't. Um, but well, it, but it's ridiculous, right? It is ridiculous because we know. Because we've known for a really long time. I mean, there was an ancient Roman that was like, guys, guys, that this is killing us, and everyone's like, no, no, that's good. No, and literally, so lead poisoning has been known since antiquity. It's like since the, like before the Romans. It's absent from um, uh, the medical literature until the end of the Middle Ages. And in 1656, Stockhausen, this guy Stockhausen, saw that lead fumes caused disease called the Morbi Metallazi, or meta- Metallici, Metallici, CI. I don't, I don't know. Um, but so that that is the term that the, of the disease that has been known since ancient times. That's yeah. what they called it. Yeah. Um, and so th- we've known forever. And with the Industrial Revolution, you know, things increased in the 70s, until the 70s and 80s when everything was banned. Um, so we've known literally forever that poison, that lead has poisonous capabilities it and damage to the brain, to the mm-hmm. kidneys, it can cause anemia, it can make hypertension, a form of gout, reproductive like, problems. Yeah, I mean, it's, especially with kids. Oh yeah. And a lot of times, what it's interesting is that the lead poisoning, you know, acute lead poisoning, you're gonna get stomach pains, you're gonna get like terrible things. But most of the lead poisoning that we have to now to date is low, low, low level exposure chronically. So, and especially with kids, they're, they're more susceptible because they're um, growing and they, they are just, they basically absorb it more, yeah. you know, it, it reacts to them more. Um, so, and the symptoms are often emotional and mental. Oh, so yeah. you don't catch it, right? Yeah. So it's like mental IQ, you know, oh. behavioral problems. It, I mean, not to get political, but mm-hmm. didn't they just do an article with the children in Flint, Michigan? I have a whole section on Okay. Let's get political. Oh, let's not get really. political. Not really. We're just, really. We're just no, this is So what's interesting, because I was reading about that, and I was, mm-hmm. um, so what happened was in Flint, they were switching for uh, money. They were switching, you know, to save money from one water supply to another water supply. And I don't remember the names of those. But in the meantime, they had to, to uh, divert and get the water from the Flint River. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got it from there, but they didn't really test it and stuff. So they were getting complaints that it was smelling and it was bad. So they tested it and it had huge amounts of E. coli and total coliform bacteria. So basically fecal material Gross. in your water. Yeah. So they 
chlorinated the crap out of it yeah. over way higher levels than they used Not to. Corrosion. So that there and they used no corrosion protection on the pipes, um. so it corroded the pipes, which led to lead leached in. And they had one that they tested one water house and um, tap water, and it was four or five times the the like top limit of like this is just deadly poison. Well, and they, I think Michigan has stated had put a state of an emergency mm-hmm. because the lead levels in their children are so high. So high yeah. They put it a state of emergency. Yeah. Yes. I'm not yes. gonna get political, but by golly. But but we've known since before Roman times that lead is bad. Like why and we can't know where we it is. Protect people. It just children, seems like a guys, straightforward. It's, it, like lead is bad. Although my dad, I think. We had a piece of lead, like a square piece of lead. <laughs> my dad's like, look, you can bend it. My dad's a scientist. And I'm like, huh. He's like, wash your hands afterwards. <laughs> okay. It might have not been lead, but I remember a heavy, yeah. dull gray piece of metal that I could bend. bend. Well, it could have been tin, I suppose. It could have, but I'm sure tin's uh, not that heavy. Lead. Yeah, no, lead's pretty heavy. I'm pretty sure it was lead. Yeah. But that's not good. Oh, well. Uh-huh. It was the 90s. <laughs> it's good times. Good times. Um... So they've, um, so again, they put a bit insecticides and fuels, you know, we've banned most of everything that we use in lead now, mm-hmm. um, but it's still using car batteries. That's why, you know, lead acid batteries, that's oh. why you don't want to touch those or have uh-huh. them break open. Uh-huh. Um, some pigments, ammunition, you still have lead bullets. Um, cable sheathing, weights for lifting, still lead. Yeah. Um, diving belts, uh, lead crystal glass. Well, wait, diving belts? Mm-hmm. They used to make leaded boots for divers in the 1890s, the Turkish did. Mm-hmm. And um, it says, read from page 110. Oh, read the book, read the book, read it's the book. It's not that much. I okay. think I just didn't have space. So, um, but I just thought it was so funny that they're like, we want to go down in the water. <laughs> Let us put lead boots on. Okay. Sleep with the fishies. Uh, divers must be weighted against their buoyancy, so mm-hmm. the, uh, their equipment, um, and that of their equipment. So these Turkish naval divers in 1890, are wearing equipment made from a company called Sieb Gorman. The machine in the middle... Oh, you can't see the picture. <laughs> There's a machine in the middle. There were lead weights hanging from their waist and their boots and lead soles that weighed 34 pounds. That's heavy. So they just would like... Here, drop you in. I don't know about... I mean, you you like water more than me. I do. You're more friendly with the ocean than mm-hmm. I am. But like the last thing I would ever want to do is, is be... Give it a lead belt and lead shoes and be like, okay, go sink. Bye-bye. That's a little bit much. I mean, what they usually use is you have a belt to uh, counteract your buoyancy. Because right. you have your wetsuit on and it's going to make yeah, you buoyant. Yeah. So you put enough so that you're neutrally buoyant. So that you'd stay in Do a calm. And then you can swim. Were Those neutral. were probably just sink to the bottom and have fun. I know. I'm interested. Walk how do they shore. get back up? Yeah. How do they come Maybe back they up? they walked out in the water and so they could turn around I and suppose. walk back. But I'm like... That's, that sounds like, let's go sleep with the fishes. <laughs> I feel like the Turkish were like, damn, that was too heavy. He's not coming back. Oops. We lost another one. I'm really morbid today. Yeah, seriously. Just just like, I'm everybody like, dying? Yeah. Jeez. I, um, I, I really care. I promise. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm, I'm really caring person. Um, the, uh, so also, um, if you ever get x-rays, right? Lead protection. Yes. Right? That's yeah. what you put. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not always terrible. Um, so the, actually, you know, the things you put across and, you and are the full of lead. the things we're using nowadays, they're coated in other yeah. things so that, just so that our audience says, they're not just like, here, here's, here's a flat piece of lead to lay on your chest while we do x-rays. It's oh, like... Yeah, some of them are. 
But yeah. No, not literally a slab of lead on your chest. It's covered at least in mm. something. Oh no, yeah, you have like some like material. Yes, over it. yeah, there's yeah. at least some. Yeah, uh, some but you're still putting like lead right there. Okay, yeah. but that's not going to hurt you. <laughs> that's right. You have to ingest it and or touch it, it or rub it. Yes, let it get porously <laughs> into your skin. Um, they also, oh, so, and what's the thing is because it is very anti-corrosive, if you need to store, like, say, hydrosulfuric uh, uh, acid mm-hmm. or something like that, you put it in lead-lined containers so it won't eat through your bottle <laughs> and then leak everywhere else out. Yeah. And it burns through everything. Mm-hmm. And lead nitrate is used in fireworks, right? Yeah. Because how you get fireworks in the different colors is the different burning of different metals. Well, yeah, and, and let, actually, that's, um... So, alchemists, a long time ago, do you have a thing on alchemy? No. Okay, so yeah. alchemists, you know, their their initial, their their goal was to make gold. They wanted to make gold. So right. they take other metals and they thought, well, if I just change it, they can turn it into gold. And oh, yeah, they called it the Primera, primera material or something like that. Probably, so like that. Yeah. The, the primary, the primary yeah. material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they thought that lead was like the lowest of the low on the totem pole of metals they're like Whoa. Mm-hmm. so they started there and what happens is um it can be altered to different colors like red and yellow depending on mm. like how they're heated up so alchemists they while they believed it was the like the lowest the lowly metal they had they they started with that because they thought it had the most potential to actually mm. become gold because it could change color when it's heated. Mm. But it didn't because that doesn't mm. work. Your science is flawed. Your science is totally flawed. So do you have any? Um, I have my one other story. I have just a couple things, right? Well, so we have they made the lining of stained glass windows. Oh right, yeah, stained glass and yeah. musket balls, mm-hmm. but. And then actually, those those outlinings of those stained glass windows lasted like two hundred years. Yeah, well, it's a pretty like, durable. Yeah, like, like it's pretty good. It may kill you, but, but it will make that glass window stay up. It's good. Um, yeah, so there's no biological role in humans. Of course, it accumulates in the body and causes serious health problems. It mm-hmm. is toxic and teratogenic, which means it disturbs the development of the embryo and fetus, oh. and is carcinogenic. So trifecta right there. It's, it's really, really just terrible. Bad. Yeah, bad, bad. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, so bad. So it's so good. Like basically, they, you know, they, most of the sites that I looked at, you know, basically like we would be using it everywhere, were it not completely toxic. Yeah, like it's a great element, but it. Unfortunately, it's super that toxic. That was the sound. That was, that was Wash, my my dog. He was. He was just uh, shaking it. Shake it like shake a Polaroid picture. Oh, I was like, shake it. Oh. I went too um, swift on that one. Um, so what's interesting is it's naturally, um, it's it's mainly found in the, in uh, as in the mineral galena. And then you roast it and you get um, lead. Uh, 40% of lead in the UK is, and one third of the US uh, of lead is actually from recycling. And we actually recycle it and reuse it, which We're is pretty actually cool. Recycling. Actually, I know. How are we using it and recycling? What? I'm probably um, using it. And I'm not even aware. <laughs> um, and so what's interesting is that it's not plentiful, so it's actually not it, not very um, uh, plentiful in the earth's you know out in nature. But it's not considered rare because it is so easily found and refined. Yeah. So that it's a pretty sense. easy thing to find. Um, and oh. The other one, the thing is, you know, pencils. You know, you do everything like, like don't, don't, yeah, don't put, don't put a pencil, just stab yourself with a pencil, you get lead poisoning. Yeah, pencils never had lead. Yeah. So in the, um, in the, uh, I, and, and actually recently, just. I was just, actually curious about that. I was like, yeah. wait, we talked about how pencils didn't have lead because it's graphite. Right, right. But 
They didn't have lead. No, and what's really funny is like ten years ago, my old horse trainer like freaked out because her her son, you know, stabbed his sister with a pencil or something. She's like, lead poisoning, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's no lead in it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, there were large deposits in the 1500s in England of graphite, and they thought it was lead. Oh, and so it's always been made out of. It's always been made out of graphite. It's never made out of lead. (laughs) And so the other funny story is when I when when I first started. uh, when I first started driving, it never occurred to me, like, I'm like, oh, go, go, go get unleaded gas, right? You know, and it never occurred to me that the reason why there's unleaded is because at some point they had lead in it. Well, no, I know that's what it meant, but it, I just never kind of put together, like, oh, that means that at one point there was leaded gasoline. So they had the option of, of leaded or unleaded. Yeah. Huh, and then I was I like, that. yeah. Huh. So it was like the first time I went to the gas station, I was like, wait. I went to the gas station and I was like, fill it up? I don't know. That one's cheap. And then what's interesting, too, is that I just found in 1996, that's when I graduated high school. So I had started driving. I was in New Mexico. I got to drive at, like, 15. So I've been driving for a few years. But, like, that's crazy. They didn't ban it until 1996? My God. (laughs) Anyway. Hello, Mattel. 2007. (laughs) Hey, there's a lead paint there. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so All I right. got one more thing. It's oh, this cool. is from the Periodic this Tales book, our original. from the book that, that we're kind of basing this all on. Barked our <laughs> need to figure out things and make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, never, uh, just kidding. Hugh Aldersley Williams, you're hilarious. Um, no, but I, I, I actually um, folded the page. What is it called? Dog-eared? Uh, dog-eared. Dog-eared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's late. Um. I dog-eared this page before we even did this podcast because I thought this was so interesting. So, um... The build-up is intense. In, in, it's not, <laughs> you're going to be like, that's it. In parts of Central Europe, where lead ores are abundant, there was um, a tradition that kind of started to become, make shape. They would, um, do, the Germans would perform a ceremony called, I'm going to butcher it. Bleigissen? It's okay. called lead pouring on New Year's Ooh. Eve. So they'd have like a bucket of water and they'd mm-hmm. melt some lead and they'd pour it into the water. Okay. And whatever shape oh. your like lead would turn into oh. would tell your... Um, it was like a uh, like tea leaf reading your, or something like that. Your yeah? fortune. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so um, if it solidified and resembled a flower, you mm-hmm. would enjoy a new friendship in the coming year. Mm. If it looked like a pig, I don't know how it looks like a pig. Um, means prosperity. A ship means a long voyage. Hung, uh, hung, Hungary did the same kind of ceremony, but they took place on Lucas Day, which is the 13th, and lovers would pour the lead in mm. to decide if okay. they were good partners. Okay. And so the author of this book did it with his wife and his son, and they, like, surprisingly looked. Oh. Like, that, that was... You can't see this. <laughs> that one looks kind of like what? a sperm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think we said. I think he said it looked like a flower. Okay. Maybe it looks more like one in real life. Sure. Poor quality. Okay. Printing. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sun just like dumped the lead in though, so it just looked like a blob. Um, that one looks like a little kid. It does look like a kid. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like like poking stabbing someone. something. Yeah. I said poking. She said stabbing. I have a five year old son. Grace said <laughs> poking because I have a daughter. Cindy said stabbing because everything turns into a weapon. Stab, stab. Just saying. Um, 
So I just thought that That's was like one positive thing about lead. Except that they would probably handle the lead then, and then that wouldn't be good. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You're going to have prosperity the next year. Oh, you're getting sick. Why? Well, again, <laughs> I don't think if you touch it for a few I'm fine. Well, that's debatable. Shut it. Oh, Hmm. can we go back to Tim real quick? Sure. Before we end this, Mm -hmm. um, tin was so valued in ancient Greeks that its trade was um, top secret. And it was only known as the Cassandrides or the Tin Islands. And they didn't actually know where the tin came from. Interesting. And another interesting ancient Roman thing about lead, it's linked with Saturn, mm, uh, mm-hmm. which is a melancholy planet. <laughs> it's Saturn. connected with Kronos. Kronos was a real mm, depressing guy who like ate his children or yeah, something. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Kronos. Yeah, he was a yeah, super really weird. depressing, which goes with lead. Yeah, so, super depressing. You know, like, they, they knew it. <laughs> They had it. They got it. Yeah, we did nothing because that's the that's the that's, that's the way we do things. Nature, we're like it's fine, that's poisonous, but, we're gonna keep but it works it. so good with everything. We just got to keep using it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think oh. that's gonna wrap up our episode. I think it is. I think so. It's time to go to sleep. It's so time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Yeah. What are we doing next? Um, what was it? Um. Uh, Oh, we did that one and that one. We're probably mm. going to do. Um, we might do. <laughs> we might. We've done a lot of metals. We might want to. Should do the noble gases. We might move into noble gases. Yeah. Next time. They're really fun. So. Um, yeah, not reactive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll get that joke next time. Ha! Maybe I will too. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This has been Elemental Fun. <laughs> um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us, um, which we have links below if you are interested. Make sure, make, make sure, make sure, make sure make to like and subscribe. Make sure to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I am Grace. And I am Cindy. And we will be here next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Test the mic and see what it's we're doing. It's been such a long time. It's been so long. It's been such You're a welcome. long time. You're welcome.